Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey this is heather hey this is liz this week we sit down and we talk about the music that's made us all right grab your headphones let's hit that music Remember, I think last week I was talking to you about how I thought I might have ADHD. Turns mm-hmm. out I do. So that's fun. So I've been taking meds for that. And it's surprisingly quieter in my head, which is kind of fantastic because I always have music floating around in my head. But this week I was like, you know what? I'm going to get up. I'm going to go to the gym. Now, usually the only time I get up and go to the gym is like when my sister's with me. And so there's like another person you have to kind of be accountable for, blah, blah, blah. I didn't, she was at work. So I was like, I'm going to go by myself. And I was like, I'm going to just go like work on my arms, get some weight machine. Dude, my arm is so sore right now. <laughs> I can barely move it. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's like you get punished for being motivated. I know. It's like, I keep telling I myself, my I'm, like, I'm like, there's got to be hot guys at the gym at some point, right? Like you could just, I mean, just work out and just eye candy. I'm not, I mean, I'm happily married, but I, I can use eye candy at the gym. But mm-hmm. so I, I've, I've decided I don't think the hot guys go to the YMCA. So yeah, I was, uh, I was pretty happy when I was living at that place in San Jose. It was right across the street from the park. And I was kind of depressed at, uh, on Thanksgiving because I wasn't back home with the family and I was like all alone. But I was sitting out on my patio and I look across and there was a very attractive group of men playing like shirts and skins football. And I was like, <laughs> huh, well, like, this is Thank this you, is universe. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I can handle this. I'll just sit out here. That sounds, I'm just getting my fresh air, my vitamin D. It's fantastic. <laughs> I've decided, uh, and and this kind of bit me in the butt even saying this, I've decided that there's a secret hot guy manufacturing camp in Canada somewhere. This is where mm-hmm. HGTV gets all of their hosts for these different home improvement shows. And so our friends over at Mouse and Weens had, and I can't remember his name. I'm so sorry, dude. Uh, they had the guy who was the host of yard crashers like maybe the second host of yard crashers or something so they had him on the show and they had put out a call for like hey who wants to ask a question to this yard guy and i was like i want to know why all the all the house guys are super fucking hot and then they asked him (laughs) nerdy nerdy bitches wants to know he's like nerdy bitches what a great name and i was like oh my god we're dead so uh and he basically said because we're doing yard work all the time and that's why we get hot and i was like fair enough but they seem to have per capita more than anyone yeah. else. Well, I mean, uh, there's a large percentage of bears that come out of Canada, so I see. <laughs> I will also <laughs> say that uh, my uncle owns a construction company or owned a construction company when I was growing up, and they would come to the house and work on different projects, and we would go places where they were building, and not one of those guys was hot. Not one. So. <laughs> I'm like, so the theory, the theory doesn't hold. We've tested this hypothesis. I said they're in Canada. They're all in Canada. (laughs) So if we have any hot US based uh, contractors, send us an email. That'd be great. We'd we'd like to know you exist. Yeah, because so far Canada's winning. That's all we're saying. (laughs) So anyway, that's how my week's been going. How about you? Doing all right? You know what I'm sick of? I'm sick of men sexualizing women. I'm just going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's terrible. It's the worst. <laughs> listen, listen. It will be equal opportunity here. It's fine. I'm not over-sexualizing them. I just – I Appropriately I enjoy, sexualizing yes, them. Yes, yes. I enjoy that they have put so much effort into their physique. I am, I'm a fan of that. It's fine. Fine. So <laughs> – <laughs> this this well, music podcast is getting away from us. It's going to be a hot guy podcast pretty soon here. So, well, let's see if any of our of our musicians are hot. You know, that's Ooh, the thing yes. is that male musicians don't have to be hot. Female musicians do. Yes, Why is that sexism. Mm, sure. Okay. Misogyny. All right. Mm-hmm. We can't talk about the double standards after we just went through this whole like <laughs> men need to be hot thing. Okay. <laughs> Well, All right. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I, you know, someone who's married to an opera singer, I will say that there are, especially in the opera world, there are far fewer shows that are like lady based. Most of the oh. choruses and things like that are men. Um, do in general, mm-hmm. do men have, don't they have more range than mm-hmm. women in opera? Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, like Paul is a tenor. He has no falsetto, though. So like there are a baritones and whatever who can actually sing like up into a higher, almost like a lady range. Mm-hmm. And some people have like a massive Freddie Mercury four octave, five octave kind of range thing. So it's all over the place. But again, most of the early like music shit was all written by men. And honestly, back in the day, all of the opera female, like all of the opera parts, men or women, were also played by men. So mm. they probably found it handy back then to realize how much stuff you can actually hold in your bra, so that you don't true. have to carry purses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's why they imperfect. have pockets. Yes, yeah, I know they have pockets. So what we're talking about today, uh, twelve minutes into this podcast, Jim, hot guys, music, go. So. <laughs> <laughs> I thought what we're talking to- about today. <laughs> what we're talking about today is, you know, I've been wanting to do a, an episode about music for a really long time. I mean, we're like episode 201 here. I couldn't really figure out a way to bring it in without it just being nerd music or 8-bit band or Weird Al or, you know, something like that. But the fact is, I am a giant music nerd. And I know you are too. So in, in, in a sense. Now... We're going to talk about music. We've talked about the books that made us, the mm-hmm. movies that make us. We talked about all kinds of things that were kind of our essence growing up. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say nothing that I am going to say is going to shock you about me. <laughs> I have very stereotypical music tastes. And um, the only thing... That is different is all of my musical tastes are for somebody about 20 years my senior. Mm. But now like that your I'm parents, at, yeah, say? it'd probably be my parents type mm-hmm. of music, even though the, the issue is now that like the Zoomers and stuff, they don't realize that my music is for older people. And so it's no longer like a, hey, that's a quirky thing about Heather. Uh, it's like, oh, now yeah, you're like a hipster. Every- Everybody her age listens to that stuff. Like, no, not everybody my age listens to that type of stuff. Like, you know, they just think you're 20 years older than you are. It's fine. That's exactly what they do. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, it's like, like when you were in the women's suffrage movement. No, I'm not that old. You know, like, you know, though, I, I keep having these, these things. You know, we just had Black History Month. We've had Women's History Month, things like that in the last couple of months. And, you know, you think about things that I was born in 1976. So y'all can do math and figure that out. That is not that far removed. Like all of the, the civil rights movement and things like that feels like it was so long ago because all we the should pictures be evolved are in black people. and white. <laughs> They're all in black and white. It was forever ago. That is what? 13 it's years. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's not that it was like 12 years after the Civil Rights Act of 1964 that I was born. That's yeah. my that's younger than my niece. You know what I mean? Like it's not that long ago and you're like, "Oh. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. So, I know it's it's it is hard to start to fathom it when you and you know, you think about something that's 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. And 50 years seems like such a long time. 
Um, Except I'm turning 45, so but it then doesn't start seem thinking, that long anymore. Well, I mean, but like you think about 50 years ago in the 90s when we're growing up, you know, Ugh. that's the 40s, right? Yeah. 50 years ago now, it's like, no, no, that wasn't that long ago. I know. I was like, 1990 <laughs> was 20 years ago. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's still It's still in my ago. head. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is how, I know. Crazy. Okay, so I was thinking about the music that I liked growing up, and I really liked classic rock. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's luckily, though, like classic rock is still classic rock, even though like I've gotten older, it kind of still stuck in the same like era. Yeah. And oldies is still oldies, and it's still the same like era. It's still like 40s and 50s, and then like classic rock still 60s and 70s. I don't I know, know how but that... but they're playing like Pearl Jam on 99.1 Sunny here in Houston, yeah, which used to be listening. like the oldies station. I'm like, wait. Now, no, now it's adult contemporary, so it's different. <laughs> adult contemp. I remember in, I remember in high school saying, I cannot wait till I'm in my 30s and 40s because then all the radio stations will be playing the music we like now. <laughs> and you know what? It's, it's kind of true. true. <laughs> it is true. Very, very true. Yeah. So what what were some of the bands that you grew up listening to? I think I could name half of them, but you know, like, okay. like think about like when you were really little, like say, I don't know, under seven or eight, like you know, preschool, oh, but, whatever. Like, what kind of music do you remember, like, your parents listening to or you really enjoying? Uh, the California Raisins. Is that on the <laughs> list? I mean, because, like, really, the California Raisins were the fucking shit. I mean, <laughs> they, they heard it through ex- the grapevine. <laughs> were you expecting that? I mean, I was like, not. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. The song behind the California Raisins, I could totally see. Yeah. Them, that I was not, I was not anticipating <laughs> that one. It really wasn't. I love it. <laughs> uh, I, now I'm going to make you draw a California Raisins t-shirt that we can sell okay, on our because store. Because I loved the California Raisins. And then, and my first like little, um, you know, cassette, my own little boom box, you know, that I got mm-hmm. that was like pastel pink or whatever. It, I got a California Raisins cassette and I played it. And, you know, I don't know who they were based on, like the Temptations or whoever. Yeah, whoever. something like that. But, um, all of yeah. those kind of Motown bands, they did a lot I'm, of that kind I'm of stuff. I'm sure my family thought that they were like the Barney song by the time <laughs> it was over because all I did was play the fucking California Raisins. Do you remember they actually had like a TV show and it was like oh, Claymation? Yes, I remember. <laughs> it was like up there with like Pee Wee's Playhouse for me because they had the same kind of style, like not so much uh-huh. the, the zany thing, but like that same Claymation Fun mate, funimation, whatever they call it. So I don't know. I didn't. I haven't thought about the California raisins until you just asked me that question. <laughs> oh, I would say I. I remember when I was probably about three years old, I got my first record player. See, that's how much older oh, I am. I had a uh-huh. record player. My parents had eight track player. I didn't get eight tracks. I had a record player, and it was a Winnie the Pooh record. The player, <laughs> super styling for the average three year old. But the only like I know I had, I I know I had like kids nursery rhyme stuff, but I didn't care about any of that. I loved classic country music. So the very first record I remember playing on that Winnie the Pooh record player was actually Johnny Lee's "Looking for Love" in okay. all the wrong places. Yeah, three years old, whatever, four years old, something like that. Loved that song. I loved all that stuff. Louisiana Saturday Night, anything by Crystal Gale fucking loved crystal gale my parents had like that kind of vibe so like kind of classic country but also kind of that classic adult contemporary that would have been at that same time julio iglesias people like that so had a very weird uh music upbringing but like i started singing at about four or five and started going to like church choir school choirs that kind of stuff so music was always just a huge influence on me and in my life. Yeah. I I mean, most of the music that I, I listened to that my family listened to was going to be the Beatles. And, and, you know, there was always like a split though, because my mom listened to kind of more Rocky, you mm-hmm. know, like Rocky rock, like, um, <laughs> and so just listen to Rocky on a loop. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and my, uh, but my dad listened, uh, this is my stepdad would listen to kind of more, um, 
I don't know, traditional. I It's not traditional, but like you're going to be like your Whitney Houston's and yeah. Billy Joel's and stuff. It's that all contemporary, was, basically. Yeah. And so, so I would hear both of them. And I, I did remember though, my neighbors, you know, my neighbor friends would listen to the top 40. And so I would hear music that would have questionable lyrics, <gasps> um, <sighs> like, uh, color me bad. And, mm. um, you know, and things like that. And, and the funny thing is they were like super religious and we weren't religious at all. But, That's funny. you know, and so I would just listen to them like, do they know the words that they're saying? You know like, what though? Like my best friend growing up when I was in probably third, fourth, fifth grade, like elementary school kind of grade, she, her family was super Catholic. Like everyone's name was Irish Catholic. They went to, went to mass every Sunday, that kind of thing. And I would spend the night at their house on Saturday night. And I mean, this is where I got to hear Def Leppard, Tiffany, Debbie Gibson, <laughs> like all of those kind of teen heartthrob uh, pop stars, top 40 kind of stuff. And a lot of them had like the questionable lyrics or the meaning behind some of those things that, you know, we just sang them because we're stupid kids. We didn't have any idea. And now you go back and listen to me like, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was seven and dancing to that on my front lawn because for some reason at that age, and honestly, it's all circling back because I've been watching a shit ton of Instagram reels. And this looks exactly like the crap we used to do when we were kids. We just used to make up dance routines in the front yard to entertain our parents for no reason. Yeah, yeah I never did that. I no, I do. <laughs> this I was do birthday know. party stuff. I'm talking like a birthday party. We like break into teams and choreograph shit. Of course, we were all on a dance team, so maybe that's maybe we're just well, weird like that. I, you know what? I have cousins and stuff that did that, but for some reason that never popped into my head. But I also have no rhythm, and so I, I guess that that was probably <laughs> discouraged at a very young age from me. They're like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> They're like, you're good. Yeah. My parents are like, dance monkey. So <laughs> they're um, still like, dance monkey. So, so it was probably junior high when I started getting my own sense of music that was kind of separate from my parents. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they still liked classic rock er, and, but they liked kind of more adult contemporary classic rock. Um, think like Paul Simons and the Eagles. You know, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and, and not that I didn't like it. So I no, didn't I like mind when too, they played it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just, but I also started listening to like my own versions, but I also listened to current rock or semi current rock. I still was listening to older people's stuff. Yeah. Um, and I find I went to my first concert. Well, okay. My first concert was Chet Atkins with my dad, but that's beside, beside the point. That's, Ooh, it's Chet Atkins. That name sounds familiar. And I have no he's idea. Like a country, the country? He's like a country. Yeah, he's yeah. it was uh he's like a country guitar player, but he was actually with the Prairie Home Companion guy, and that's <gasps> when we went. Oh, yeah. Garrison Keeler. I love yeah. Prairie Home Companion. I did uh, too, <laughs> but I never. I didn't hear about it until I was an adult. So it wasn't like we didn't grow up listening to that kind of no, stuff. We, we were, the closest we, were we had was NPR. Uh, the Rose Sharon prison, they would broadcast prison love letters on the radio like late on Saturday nights. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, we used to listen to those on road trips. I was saying my, my first concert was, I'm 100% sure my first concert was a rodeo um, concert because I live in uh, Houston and that's what we do. So I don't count those, but I would say my I, first I rodeo concert. Now, yeah. my, my first rodeo concert was Ronnie Millsap. Mm. Want to go weirdly old school and strange? There you go. <laughs> yeah, I know. I only a couple of rodeo concerts I would count because I really wanted to go to them. I counted like, the ones when I was older that I actually got to choose where we were going. Yeah. These are the ones my parents chose. But my yeah. um, because this is a hundred percent a late Gen X thing. My very first concert that I went to with my friends and not something my parents dragged me to was New Kids on the Block when I was about 12 or 13 years old. Nice. It was the best. It was so good. Oh, my God. Oh, I bet that was awesome. It was, was great. A, my mom, was, my poor mom had to go with us. It was terrible. She hated it. Yeah, I was a little too young for New Kids on the Block. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, I loved them because I was re- I was pretty young. And so mm-hmm. that's like the perfect music for my age at the time. I had this crazy killer New Kids on the Block wall in my room like an entire wall was dedicated to new kids collage i mean it wasn't a huge it was like a desk wall like a short wall but it was still 
pretty impressive. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, so I think I, I grew out of them kind of right when everybody did, and it, I was still kind of young. I would I was way too young for a concert, but. Mm. So my my first band that I went and saw in concert was Duran Duran. Mm, and nice. by that time, they were a little older than the Duran Duran in the 80s, because it was mm-hmm. definitely the 90s yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that, I, that I saw them in. And so it was, it was a pretty good concert, I, I, if I must say, uh, with, <laughs> with, Terrence, with Terrence Trent Darby. So, mm, yeah. Very nice. Now, so some of them, we're rocking some old school names here. <laughs> yes, I know. And I did regret, I could not get my mom to say okay, because I was, I was still in junior high, and so I was too young. She would not let me go to Nirvana. And oh. it was, yeah, it was the very last concert, you know, and uh, I, think, I really I think regretted. Died yeah. the year I was like a senior in high school. So yeah, yeah, I, I, it was it was sad. I would I would I wanted. Uh, my sister was a huge Nirvana fan. She's a little bit younger than you. I think you're my brother's age. So she was she was a massive fan. I was like on the cusp. Like I enjoyed it, but I wasn't gonna. You know. Yeah. I mean, I had his albums and I, and, you know, I had the albums and I, I wanted to go, but my mom wouldn't let me. And I was, pro- I probably now, you know, in hindsight, I was too young to go to that concert. Yeah. Um. So I can see why she said no. <laughs> That's a much higher level crowd right there. Yeah, <laughs> Probably exactly. what you were like, used to at like 15. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So um, it was probably not appropriate. So yeah, I started going to concerts, like, again, we had rodeo stuff. So we would go see Reba, or we would go see George, uh, George Strait or Clint Black. I have seen Trace Atkins like five times, uh, because he comes all the time. Like, it's just some of them are easier to get tickets to than others. But I would say like, in high school, I started going to concerts with my friends. And we went to uh, the Cranberries concert up at the woodlands and that was so fun that was the first time i ever smelt weed in the wild i think was at the cranberries concert i was like really the cranberries concert? okay so well i would think that that would be an exact place where i would expect. apparently it was i was a senior in high school so i wasn't thinking about <laughs> puffs of weed at that point but okay well yeah so but yeah that was actually a really good concert yeah a sad when dolores passed away was it like yet yeah, last year or two years ago anyway i did like the cranberries so that kind of started all of my concerts. And then I kind of get in my rockier phase, rockier. Um, and, <laughs> you were at Rocky uh, Horror Picture Show? Oh, man, I loved Rocky Horror Picture Show. Do not get me started. Um, <laughs> I went several times. <laughs> yeah. Then, you know, I went to uh, Depeche Mode a few times. Mm-hmm. Every time they came to town, went to Depeche Mode. I was uh, always broke. I never went to a lot of, like, actual concerts because I was broke. But I, I, I had a ton I, of music. Yeah, I found when I was like listing uh, my concerts that as soon as tickets started going up in price that I mm-hmm. couldn't afford it anymore. Yeah. Like I, I never went to like the Eagles and stuff because the tickets prices just went too crazy and yeah. I couldn't afford them anymore. I remember as a uh, grown up trying to go see Billy Joel and Elton John, I was like, well, I'm not paying $300 a ticket. So yeah. Bye. Oh, I know. Me, uh, me and Craig were so far away. <laughs> <laughs> We were so far away. I can't even, you, I can't even describe how far away we were. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but I did go see, I did see The Offspring. That was super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd go see that now. Oh, you, you know what? And I still love The Offspring. Mm-hmm. Still love The Offspring. Couldn't get past my classic rock love. I went and saw Credence Clearwater Revisited because, mm-hmm. you know, yep. uh, that the um the lead singer like replacement sounded just like him. Yeah, so they, they're really I, good at doing that. So I was just like, it's just like the same lead singer. That was fun. I still do that. I still love going to like um sound alike bands. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind a good cover band as long as they're a good cover band. That's great. I think the my, best... my husband hates it, and I'm like, <laughs> you know what? This is yeah. the only way to go and go and listen to. Like um, dead people, dead people. <laughs> um, and we went to see Leonard Skinner pro- at the the Woodlands, yeah. and of course, obviously, the main guy had been dead for years. But I know. I did a kick ass concert at the Woodlands. It was amazing. It's fun. It's cheap. You're around people that just want to hang out and listen to the music, and they're not like all stuck up in the air. Yep. I love it. You know. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm- like I think the best concert I ever went to is actually a festival. So we have a two day festival. It was the Eric Clapton Guitar Festival. He does it, or I don't know if he still does it. He used to do it once a year. 
and all of the proceeds or whatever portion of them, whatever, went to his rehab place that he has in like Antigua or something. But we went and it was- Wait, wait, Eric Clapton? Yes. The the, the singer and songwriter of Cocaine? Yes, yes. Has Uh, a rehab clinic in Antigua. Yes. Just checking. Just checking. All right. Uh, I think after the, the kid- Falling off oh, the balcony thing. That I think, was sad. Yeah, I think yeah. I think life changes at that point. Um, yeah, but this this guitar festival was amazing. So they had a lot of up and comers and people you haven't heard of and people I've now heard of, but at the time it was like, huh, who's that guy? Oh, what's his name? Stevie Ray Vaughan's brother was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Mayer was there. I didn't realize John Mayer was actually like a really he, good guitar player. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a douchebag. He's, he's a, human, a crazy good guitar player. He's like, crazy so good. good. It was so impressive. And uh, the guys who are the uh, uh, the Soggy Bottom Boys the from mm-hmm. Oh Brother Where Art Thou, Man yep. of Constant Sorrow, that's on. They were there. And then I lost my fucking mind because B.B. King was there. Mm-hmm. And we got to watch B.B. King perform live on stage. And I was like, oh, my God, my life is over because this is amazing. And the the final act was, was ZZ Top. And I have seen ZZ Top in concert like three times because they are old as fuck and they put on the best shows. They are so good. I, yeah. I enjoy their shows a lot. I always wanted to see ZZ Top. They're amazing. And like at the at the guitar festival, it was at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. So we had to like travel for this. And – it was out, you know, it's an outdoor open air uh, arena there at the old Cotton Bowl Stadium. And it was like a lightning storm was picking up. Zizi Top's like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> They're like, um, the floor is made of metal. We should- <laughs> All these people sitting on the floor seats are made of metal. <laughs> All the stands are made of, we have to stop. And they're like, fuck it, keep going. It was like, yes. So. Oh, man, that sounds like it'd be awesome. It was so good. I loved it. And then we saw him like two other times at the rodeo because why not? So, yeah, that you know, that is one nice thing about the Houston rodeo is like you can really go and see uh, bands, these headliners for yeah. a very reasonable price. And it's not just country music either. Everybody's oh, like, no, 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 just go to a country. I was like, no, hell no. Like they get some serious, serious talent in there and you can yeah. go see these for super cheap. Yeah. I saw Ario Speedwagon there. Yeah, nice. I know. <laughs> I know. I bought a t-shirt, an Ario Speedwagon t-shirt, because I was like, it's not every day you get to see Ario Speedwagon. That, you know I'm what? Gonna, I drop true. more for the price of my t-shirt than I drop for the price On of the, the tickets. tickets. I yeah. mean, you can get rodeo tickets for like $15. So yeah. you can go to this concert. I mean, who cares if you're in the nosebleed? They have an excellent sound system. They have yep. no problem projecting to this fucking sky. Like, they don't care. Yep. You know, that's been the awesome thing, living in Houston. I Again, we didn't go to a lot of concerts. I don't like going to the Woodlands concerts for the most part because the parking is like 10 miles away from where you have so to be. So far. You are walking so far. So far. It's, they're not like, hey, let's give you a tram. No. It's like, here, you're walking from Conroe. It's fine. And yeah. – uh, but the, you know, the rodeo gave us all of these high, like, I'm so spoiled that I can go to these amazing concerts if I so choose. But honestly, my, uh, my anxiety doesn't really let me go to the, the rodeo yeah, a lot. That was, it was a lot of fun though. Yeah. It was fun. The carnival's fun. Like the whole thing yeah. is fun, but I, I love, I don't know. I love it. So I also like a little bit of heavy metal. Now, not yes. like heavy metal, like, Oh, what is the term? Like real heavy metal? I like no. like death metal, maybe? Yeah, no, I like the heavy like metal it. that's like palatable. So I'm talking Metallica. Um, I, no, no, I don't like Metallica. <laughs> I um, like Metallica. Old old uh, Metallica. Oh yeah. I, I only started liking old Metallica in like the two thousands. I didn't like them in the nineties when I should have liked them. But anyway. <laughs> I like them in the nineties, but I like the older stuff. Like yeah. the black album and beyond, like forward. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I um I went and saw Ozzy Osbourne in concert. Ooh. Love him. Well, I love Black Sabbath, right? Love. Um so so that so that type of metal. So it's not like real metal like mm-hmm. that's it's not heavy, heavy metal. And I know it probably wasn't palatable at the time, but like to me it's like it's not heavy, heavy. Um No. And then um and I went and saw uh the concert with Pantera, Typo Negative and, and Sepultura, and that was awesome. That was probably my heaviest of the heavy, and it's not that nice. Heavy. Um and nine inch nails. And that's that oh, was probably 
I yeah. love nine inch nails so much. And I have, that I wouldn't say is metal. I would say no, that's, that's just that's rock. not yeah. metal. That's, that's, yeah. that's its own kind of thing there. I mm. I have such an eclectic taste in music. I am trying to think if there's a style that I just won't listen to. And unless we're talking like Tibetan throat singing, I'm pretty much down for just about anything. I like classical. Yeah. I like rock. I like pop. I like metal you know in that capacity i like especially love 90s hip-hop i was talking to my friend kelsey from pilot lights today and we just started talking about gangster's paradise for like no reason and i was like oh my god it's so good <laughs> such a dork <laughs> i'm like michelle I, I, pfeiffer's in that video <laughs> all right coolio bring it <laughs> yeah i i think that um i i surprised myself that i I liked um like Mumford and Sons and stuff so much. I like Mumford and Sons. I like bluegrass. Again, I grew up with classic mm-hmm. country roots, so kind of that bluegrass rock, rockabilly kind of sense. I like it all. I really and not everybody. I mean, obviously there are shitty people and shitty singers and mm-hmm. songs that suck, but I I'm a fan of a lot yeah. of these things. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people are like, Oh my god, you like that? I'm like, Yeah, I do. Suck it. So, yeah. <laughs> suck it, Karen. I mean, yeah, I I mean, I've, nobody's ever going to surpass the Beatles for me. I I love the Beatles. In times of doubt, always go with the Beatles. And um, so I do not it, have that saying in my life. Yeah, it it uh, the Beatles calm me. I know all the Beatles songs, and it just I can, you know, there's a reason why they're played every third song on most radio stations. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, I think my dad probably tortured us with it when we were kids. And I just have not, I'm not, I don't dislike them. I have certain songs that, you know, I love because everyone does. Yeah. I'm just in general, not a huge Beatles fan. Yeah. And I know a lot of people kind of get sick of it because they hear them so much, but I li- liked them more than my parents did. So I played it more than my parents did. So I was mm. the one that annoyed them with it. <laughs> my sister's so middle I- name is Michelle. And so Aww. my dad used to like play that and she hated it. She loves the Beatles now, but she fucking hated that song as a kid. And she would get so mad. She doesn't listen to our show, so I can tell the story. She gets so mad as a little kid. You would just see her like turn bright red and she'd like bite her tongue, like sticking out of her mouth and just like <laughs> adorable and oh, hilarious because that's it was adorable. Me. I yeah. would, I would sing the song right now, but you know, I am so deaf. <laughs> Um, but I'm, I'm singing, singing it in again. my head, mm-hmm. that, and it's adorable. It's very cute. Yeah. But, but Tom uh, Petty, by the way, I love Tom Petty. Love mm-hmm. him. Tom, Tom Petty's Learning to Fly was my high school senior class song because you know, we're idiots. Mm. I don't dislike Tom Petty's song. I don't dislike that song. It just wasn't a very good song. So Learning for, to Fly. For our senior yeah. Oh, I know right. because yeah. it will get you killed unless you have an airplane. Um, <laughs> uh, it's it's actually really bad advice. I know. Uh, it's like mm, learning to good. fly, but I don't have wings. Yeah, I know. That's I'm not like, good. I that's a bad. You. That's bad advice. I think um, you smoked something, sir. Yes. Yeah. So we had "Light the Way," and then we had John Lennon's "Y'all Shine On" as the song behind it. So our theme was "Light the Way," and then we all shine on. You know, you know, blah blah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh, I think so I think good. the other songs in the running were uh, "Imagine," so John Lennon "Imagine," which I was all for. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then <laughs> because we're big fucking dorks, uh, the Rainbow Connection by Kermit the Frog. So. Ah. Which I also uh, so, would have voted for. So, so, so we had the you know all shine on as our senior song mm-hmm. as the song, and then it light the way was the, the theme right for that year. But yeah. then our senior t shirts, the ones just for seniors, said all burnt out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so here's here's the thing: like the high school that I went to, this has nothing to do with anything, but tell anyway. High school that I went to when I was in the eighth grade. The high school had always been an open campus during lunch. So people could leave, they could go home, they could do whatever they wanted. They just had to be back before the bell. So the year that I went into the ninth grade, into high school, was the first year that they're like, okay, maybe we should scale this open lunch back. Uh, So senior, sophomores and above can go home. So my class being the freshman class had a stick. Next year, juniors and seniors only. So like... (laughs) And then oh, no. the last year, I'm not kidding. The last year, it was like seniors only. And then the year we were seniors, we were like totally closed. We're like, motherfucker. So when we, 
But we ha- in my class, we are 45 years old. We are still fucking salty about it. I'm not even kidding. So at our 10-year class reunion, the t-shirts that they had made for this reunion, and I didn't get one, and I'm kicking myself for it now, was like, they were actually really cute, whoever drew them. So on the front, it was like, you know, a, a cheerleader, stick people. So it's like a cheerleader and a football player. And they're, you know, like a stick figure cheerleader football player but on the back they they both got like saggy and fat which was delightful and on the bottom it was like we finally get off-campus lunch or something like that <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh we are we I'm, like i say we're still salty about it so that is so funny oh Years. my goodness yeah uh. So yeah, let's let's take a quick break uh, because we're like into this thing here. And when we come back, we will talk a little bit more about kind of our current day moods and tastes with music. Okay. The internet is full of useless information, tons of breaking news stories and articles, so much so there's no way you can see or read it all. Join us each Monday morning as we highlight the past week's most important stories, debate current topics, review the latest movies, and more. We'll even give you some highlights of the upcoming week so you have something to look forward to. All so you can delete the rest and start the week with room in your brain for more important things, like puppy memes and TikTok videos. Head over to StolenDroids.com and subscribe to the Monday Morning Memory Wipe. Follow us at MemoryWipe on Twitter and MorningMemoryWipe on Instagram. Life's too short to remember everything. Let us do it for you. All right, let's talk about different ways that we can support the show. I know that uh, some of our listeners have reached out to us. First, remember, you can always grab some merch at nerdybitches.com slash store. There are a lot of fun items on there, even not necessarily branded items because they're curated artists all over our store. So just shopping through the site can get you some awesome merch and still support us. Absolutely. You can also support us by going to patreon.com slash nerdy bitches and becoming a patron of the show. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help support the show. It helps us run the back end of things and grow our show and keep the lights on, really. Also, if you just want to go ahead and buy us a drink, go to paypal.me slash nerdy bitches podcast. Give us a one-time donation if you'd like, and we'll give you a shout out on the show. Okay. And we're back. Hello. So now that you've all gone out and bought your uh, nerdy bitches merch, super awesome. Send us a picture. We'd love to, to see you in your cute shirts. Uh, let's let's talk about music today. Like you as a grown person uh, living in this adulting world, what are you listening to? Anything? I don't know, but I, I'm about to look for California Raisins because now I'm like <laughs> totally um, – I got to find my California Raisins music. Oh, the, they're on the, YouTube. The five impersonators who did California Raisins are like, we just got a royalty check for 27 cents. What is that about? <laughs> and we bring on a resurgence on Apple. So Yeah, man. <laughs> I bet they are. Let's put a link on the show notes for California Raisins for our younger listeners, all six of them. Um, I'm, oh, I'm let's not also kidding. Give a, I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to Sweden. We hit like number 104 on Sweden's personal journals or something. So. I hope Hi. that we bring them as much joy as the California raisins have brought me. <laughs> and I hope that they don't know what the California raisins right. are and they go They're and like find Googling it. it. They're like, what does that mean? Because remember, it was not only this band, because yeah, we were back in the day and it, we haven't done the the toys that made us, did we? We did yes. our own version, but there's a there's a TV show on Netflix that's the oh toys yeah that made we didn't us. we didn't review the show, but we, yeah, we talked but, about our toys. But back in the eighties, they created toys first and then made a TV show around them, and sometimes in the other way around. So you just mm-hmm. never knew what was going. So the California Raisins were not only this band in my air quotes that don't work well on a podcast band (laughs) they also had like i said the claymation tv show and there were actual it was actually a raisin propaganda machine like the raisin company like sunmade or one of whoever the sold the raisins in the 80 was like hey california raisins eat more raisins i'm like that is fucking creepy like at least chick-fil-a realizes they should put the cow on their thing and not the chicken (laughs) 
<laughs> raisins are like eat me I'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> and i and i had their cassette <laughs> oh my god okay so when you when you were like junior high or whatever did you sit around and make it mixtapes off of the radio all the time and then i would get so mad when the dj would talk over the beginning of the song so bad i was so i was like the queen of the mixtapes and especially after cds and stuff came out like burning my own compilation disc i'm like that's right it might as well be list town because they're just random fucking songs (laughs) i still have them I know, I them. did too. I don't I have had, a DVD. Pl- I don't have a CD player. But <laughs> I know. I, still I just have the CDs. I, I I have one in my car, and yeah. I have ones that will pull out, and they will say like "pool party." Because I, I remember when I lived at the condo in Houston, I yeah. was on the events thing. I would actually uh-huh. create uh, CD. You were the DJ. The, the, I was. The I DJ. DJ'd my own wedding through an iPod. Nice. Yes, I remember when you played "White and Nerdy." I did. That was our. That was. <laughs> Pulse of my song. <laughs> we like did the fake slow the dance fake to white and nerdy, yeah. and then we had like a real dance after that. But it, we just thought it would be funny because we are both of those things. So thank you, Weird Al. It was so funny. I know nobody expected that shit, which is why it was I, even I did funnier. Not expect it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't tell anybody. So it was hilarious. Yeah, why throw a good party? I miss throwing parties. I don't miss people, but I kind of miss throwing parties. Yeah. All right. So what music do you listen to now? Like what's on your Rolodex? All right, let me, I'm going to pull up, like I, I will pull <laughs> up my Rolodex. playlist here because I have my phone right in front of me. All right. So I would say the playlist I listen to most often because I'm just that person. I have two. I have one that I've created for like a photo editing one. It's one that I can work to, just songs that I really like. But mostly I just like look at the ones I purchased most recently. So mm-hmm. I have the soundtrack from Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. So all all the Queen stuff. I have uh, Maroon 5. I have mm. the Black Eyed Peas. I have Ed Sheeran. I have a guy named Ryan Cabrera. I have Billie Eilish. The Weeknd. I'm obsessed with that Blinding Light song. And the Jason Derulo Savage Love. And, <laughs> and I've also – I've been working on – my book, like I finished my book, and I've actually created a Spotify playlist that goes along with it. And so a lot of the songs that pop up here are songs that are going to show up in the book. But I would say that my last three purchases are Hello, Tennis Ball, and I Punch Keanu Reeves from Always Be ah, My Maybe. Because <laughs> nice. amazing. I'm like, hello, Peril. So yeah. Oh, and Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne, because nice. I've I got a guitar and I'm fully planning on uh creating my own down yeah no no i'm gonna create my own cover version of crazy train yeah Uh, yeah so it'll be awesome oh that would be cool look for that on spotify one day never (laughs) probably (laughs) can can i tell you about my own internal crazy yeah first i'll tell you about what generally i play Mm -hmm. i play a lot of muse and Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily, it's because it's, you know, it just kind of, it has like an anthem. They usually have stories. I play I a lot that of one off- that was on the Twilight soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think they do have one on the soundtrack. Yeah. So the the Resistance is an album, and I'll, I'll listen to that. I don't mm-hmm. know why. There's something about it. I can work to it. Um, anyway, I like it. Um, I play some Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. and uh hamilton soundtrack sometimes oh paul and i are obsessed and my niece olivia is five. Oh my god she's obsessed loves it she literally watches hamilton on disney plus every night when she goes to bed and <laughs> listens to the soundtrack and knows most of the words and uh yesterday had a massive meltdown because i could not call lynn manuel miranda and philippa sue so that she could talk to hamilton and eliza she oh. was so upset. I was like, uh, I can send them a note on social media. Like, I don't have their number. She's like, but why not? Like, I don't yeah. know. So Lin-Manuel Miranda, if you are listening, please call me because my niece wants to talk to you. I'm sure he's so listening. Cute. I'm sure of he's course listening. He is. Duh. Yeah. The music I listen to now, it's, it, you know, it's my music changes so much. I mm-hmm. can't even. <laughs> I shuffle my iPod and I'm like, or my whatever, iTunes. And I'm like, what the fuck song is that? That's so much music. I know. It's ridiculous. I, th- I go I go through these phases and they just don't. Mm-hmm. I, I Linkin Park I stick with a lot, but it makes me anxious sometimes instead. 
You know what I've been listening to for a year on a loop because when I'm writing, I I get so e- the ADHD. I get so easily distracted, and anything. I think I have this like auditory processing thing happening. I just I cannot deal with a lot of excess sound if I'm not anticipating it for whatever reason. It's just distracting. So I have been listening to. Uh, the band Daughtry, Chris Daughtry from American Idol, who I love. Uh, mm-hmm. So his band has two albums out that I own. And I have listened to those two albums on a loop every day for a year because I can turn it up super loud. Like I even did this when I had my root canal done. I just turned music up super loud. I can't hear anything. And it becomes like invisible white noise. So I will absolutely have an acknowledgement. Thank you to Daughtry. <laughs> because I've just been listening to this shit for ever. There is something to be said for like, if you know the music so well that mm-hmm. you can just turn tune it out now. Okay. So I do have to give an honorable mention to Amy Mann because I have all of her albums. And if I'm stressed out, I just play it in the background and I know all the lyrics to all the songs and I can, it's almost like a mantra in my head and I can mm-hmm. just play her music. And I first started doing that when I was learning calculus for school yep. and I'm just repeating the same thing over again. And it's just in my head and it just, I just can use it and calm down because I know all the music. Uh, another yes. George Harrison does that to me too, like uh, his solo stuff, mm-hmm. which is just, I just know him so well that I just can do it and, and, and turn my brain off, even though I'm listening to something. It lets my brain do something else while I'm concentrating on something. The the part that goes and starts thinking about, what am I going to do tomorrow? Do I have to go and, yep. and get groceries while I'm trying to concentrate on something? It lets that part go and <laughs> See, think on something. See, you may be ADHD too. Well. <laughs> but that's, that's the thing. Like, I have had music in my brain probably every minute of my life that I was awake. Uh, for for as long as I can really remember. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's not – I don't pay attention to it. I don't really notice it too much. But if there's a pause between, like, one thought and the next, there's some song. Like, right now, it's Savage Love uh, just because I read the thing or whatever. Or I keep seeing it on, uh, like, TikTok videos and shit. They have little pieces of it. TikTok has put songs in my head that won't oh, yeah. go away. The worst. And it – that's oh no one paul sings that one stupid song has been in my head and i keep singing it to my dog oh no oh no yep (laughs) paul's been walking around singing that one like Like, get it out of my head yeah they get out of my head but the fun thing is like i just started this medication for the adhd over the weekend and i was i was talking to paul and i just kind of sat there and he's like do you hear the music and i was like no it's like there's actual empty space in there because I, I realized like I listen to my books super fast, like on one and a half speed, because I cannot handle them at at one speed, like at one one time normal speed. I ha- I think that's just the speed my brain processes at. So if it's too slow, I lose interest and mm-hmm. I wander away. But, yeah. yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I don't know. But, but yeah, TikTok is killing me with the. Yeah, I I barely watch it, and it, when I had, I normally would turn the music off. But mm-hmm. like, I always like the ones with dogs, and that mm-hmm. song they always put that stupid song on on the um dogs ones. Yeah, yeah. I didn't tell you what what makes me annoyed. Mm-hmm. The algorithms that determine what I'm going to like. Yes. And what's worse is when when it's right. I, uh, <laughs> It's like when it's the fucking Foo Fighters and you're like, you're (laughs) just assuming that because I'm a middle-aged white lady. Oh, motherfucker, this song is awesome. I'm like, (laughs) back off, Sugar Ray. Take your frosted tips elsewhere. I don't want to hear about it anymore, Uh, but I do. Just because this song is awesome doesn't mean you should assume I would like it. I know. (laughs) It's so bad. I'm like, you're such an asshole, iTunes. But, you know, thanks for that. (laughs) I don't even know how I came across it. I do. It's TikTok song. That's the Savage Love song, the Jason Derulo one. It's in my head all the time. And it's just so fucking peppy. (laughs) I told Paul, I was like, I don't know why. Like, in the last, I don't even know how long, I have become obsessed with these, like, male high falsetto singers. So uh, Jason Derulo and, you know, The Weeknd and... Adam Levine and all of these guys who just have that kind of like high range. And he's, I was like, why is that? That's weird. That isn't what I would think I would normally like. He's like, because it sits perfectly in your range and you can sing along with it perfectly. Mm. I was like, yeah. oh, well, that makes sense. Okay. I'm okay with that. So 
That could be it. Yep. Now, by the way, Tom Petty, I I talked about him. I just want to mention my absolute love for Tom Petty because he's also Mm -hmm. on the list. So Beatles, George Harrison, Tom Petty. Oh, and um, you got to put Joan Jett in there. Joan Jett's awesome. Oh, yeah. Hello. Stevie Nicks. uh, Stevie Nicks is amazing. Uh, So, so, all right. We need to do just the women of rock or something at some point because we haven't done a women of in a while. But there Mm -hmm. are so many awesome – and not just rock, but the women of music because there's a lot of people out there who are just – so pioneering in what they do, like Bette Midler even. And mm-hmm. uh, like, of course, I can't think of anybody right now because my brain is going to yeah. do me like that, you asshole. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. Like, I think a lot of women in music, just like women in comedy and all, you know, women in entertainment in general, don't get enough credit for what they do and what they bring. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We have not even talked about Dolly Parton. Yes. I want to do a whole episode on fucking Dolly because I – love her. So I was watching YouTube and I fell down a rabbit hole the other day and I ran across this video and it was two teenage boys. They were African-American boys and they're just hanging out in their room and they watch old music videos for the first time and react to them. So the first one I run across from them is, of course, Jolene, which Mm -hmm. one of the greatest songs of all time. Love this damn song. And, you know, you're just like, I'm like, what is, how are they going to react? Are they going to, one, how do you get to any age and not have heard Jolene? But I guess (laughs) they were like, from the first beat, they were totally into it. And it was amazing. And then I spent like four hours watching like 75 other videos. So, and I watched somebody like watch and critique the entirety of the first act of Hamilton. So, you know, (laughs) you got to be careful with that YouTube rabbit hole. But Dolly Parton, not only is she an amazing singer, a a quirky actress, like all of those things that she does. She is probably one of the most prolific songwriters out of anybody ever. She has written like 3,500 songs, just crazy number for her, for other people all over the place. And there is a, there's a documentary on Netflix that came out recently about her. It's so good. And I just read her book, uh, Dolly Parton's Song Teller. I think was the name of it. And it's basically just her and I listen to audiobooks. So it's her actually narrating and going through and talking about some of her best songs and like what they were about and how it, you know, may have been something part of her life, but also how she was bringing in all of these really feminist personality there, like all these feminist ideals, but doing it dressed up looking like a like a hooker, basically. And she says that. That's not my not my word. That's hers. Like she, <laughs> she likes to look cheap. Like when she was a kid, when she was a little girl, she was super poor. And she thought the women who dressed like that were absolutely beautiful. That's what she wanted to do. And she is brilliant as a strategist and as a businesswoman because she has cultivated this personality and everyone knows who she is and everyone knows what she does. But just <sighs> so good. So impressive. Like, mm, if we had dream guest on this show, we could never get a dolly. But I mean, holy crap, I think I could sit and listen to her talk for days. Yeah, yeah. I love her too. And and I loved her in Steel Magnolia. That's oh, like, well, yeah. Trippy's yeah. the best. Yep. She got all the good snarky lines. She and Olympia Dukakis, RIP, because I believe she just passed away a couple weeks oh, ago. Yes, she did. Yeah. Sadness. But anyway, I so know. yeah, you can't have a music that made me thing without having a little Dolly Parton. Yeah, you do. You do got to You have to mention her. She's she definitely is groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and all on her own. It's just uh, I mean, and there is something different with country music because they really give um, they they really do a much better job, I think, in building up other people and doing more cross promotion. Uh, then, then definitely rock. I don't know. I think about they anything. used to. I think that Not from what I'm hearing, anymore. the industry, current industry, or the more modern in the last 15, 20 years, is not doing as well uh, yeah. at that. So, and you know what? That I think all of the industries probably ebb and flow like that. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, from what I understand, I I think that hip hop does a lot, it does a better job at that now than any of the oh, others. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, but I don't know. I don't listen to hip hop, so I do. I listen all. I, I'm not kidding. I listen to just about anything, and I love it all. I do. 
And you know, know, like, 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 no, it has to be 20 years old before I even like start (laughs) listening to it. Well, and Uh. I will say like, I'm the few things that I do hear on the radio from time to time. I'm like, all right, maybe, or what didn't I hear that spit up in a TikTok video? That three little birds song? I don't even understand. I was like, is that Bob Marley? Like, what? That's only three little birds I know about were from Bob Marley. Uh, Honestly, I don't understand it. No, it's like, I just, I don't. I was like, what am I listening to? Because I'd never heard the real song until I was leaving the gym two days ago. I was like, oh, that's boring. <laughs> Speed it up. Like, <laughs> anyway. I, f- I find that like anything new that I listen to, it's only because I heard it on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah. I like – and again, like I like the songs that they're new, but they sound a little bit older. I do so, too. Like, I, do I think too. that's why I like Blinding Lights by the weekend because it has that yeah. weird like 80s synth pop kind of situation happening. And mm-hmm. and there's some there's some others, and of course I can't think of them all the top of my head. And that's they why have, I liked like, Amy Winehouse, you know. Yes, um, I love Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one song of Amy Winehouse is that I know. Oh, I got the, I had the whole album and <laughs> there was and it was all really similar. I don't I don't think so. I ever really heard much about her until she had died or right before maybe but i was married to an idiot for a really long time and we had very different tastes in music like this guy's making me listen to cat stevens and i'm like fucking cut my ears off because and i shouldn't say that poor cat stevens but the thing is like when somebody you don't like pushes music on you it just makes it that much more it makes it worse yeah 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 so anyway (sighs) all right so tweet us with your current Uh, we want to know your current playlist and like what you listened to as a kid. Like what was your first memory of loving a song? Yes. And I bet you we're going to have more California Raisin fans. (laughs) We are making a California Raisin t-shirt. We're going to figure out how to do that without like violating copyright. There's no way. Like, I don't know. What what is big California Raisin going to come after us? You know what? We're going to go find out if it's lapsed and we're going to go buy the copyright. How I, we bet will own I bet it. it's not lapsed. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah, that one person that listens to our show in Northern California is the yeah. owner of the California Raisins. Yeah, probably brand. Northern California. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, by the way, though, do we do also uh, Temptations? And mm, um, yes. and Rolling Stones. You know what? Any kind of the protest classic rock. Love you want to know all what the, the protest ca- classic okay. rock? The best movie soundtrack, or one of the best ones, and I used to use this in training classes all the time. Is from Remember the Titans. If you haven't seen that, it has the best music in it from that era, and it is delightful. So okay, all right. Check you know what else? Also, um, Suicide Squad's uh, soundtrack. All yeah. very fucking good. You yeah. know, you want to know what I, I'm so upset about because when I went to see Captain Marvel, which is set in the 90s, right mm-hmm. in my wheelhouse of being a late teenager, early 20er, they have the best music in that movie, but it, it they don't have a soundtrack of it. It's only the fucking score. Like, I, I, Paul likes that scores. I don't me. want the score. I want the soundtrack that <laughs> has whole and Nirvana and like got all this mm-hmm. stuff on it that was like right there in my uh senior high school day kind of thing. Yeah. That so if you're listening, Marvel Studios, and I know you are, uh let's make a soundtrack from Captain Marvel with all the pop songs in it or the whatever they were. Grunge yeah. songs. They're all grunge yeah. songs. So You know what? I got that I have that same white on gray nine inch nail shirt. I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) You could totally cosplay as Carol Danvers. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. Do you have an internet quote for us today? I do. I got it from Ice Tea. (laughs) Actual Ice Tea? Actual Ice Tea. Cool. Uh from Twitter. When social distancing is over, let's not tell some people. Yeah, I think that needs to be like a secret club handshake that happens, but probably not a handshake because we still don't want to touch people. Yeah. I posted something on uh, Instagram the other day, uh, somebody else's Instagram reels, and it was this woman like getting ready to go into somewhere and she she takes out like a clothespin and she clips her vaccination card to her shirt before she goes without a mask because she doesn't want to get confused for an anti-vaxxer. I was like, yes, <laughs> that's what we need. Uh, my friend Ophelia is like, we went and had ours laminated at Staples. 
cool. I was like, I'm literally going to pin it to my shirt like I'm in kindergarten. (laughs) I have my vaccine. I've seen that I've vaccinated pins. Yeah. I see Comic Palooza, if you guys are listening, this year when we get our lanyards, we just need to have one of those. Remember the ID wallets they used to have when you were in college and you had to have your ID kind of showing all the time? We just need one of those. Put the vax card right in there. Yeah, I'll put it in. Here you go. (laughs) Yep. I am vaccinated and happy about it. Though I'm still not opposed to getting those giant blow up hamster balls and just running people down with them. Yeah. Next year, we'll do that as a as an event. We'll host that. All right. Well, I guess uh, we will see you guys next time. Music provided by www.bensound.com and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. <laughs>